Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be. And today I have another exciting guest with me, Midori Verity. Midori has, I've been on her show before and now I get to have her on my show. So let me just tell you a little bit about Midori. She's an amazing person. I absolutely adore her. She's a speaker, author, show host, and international marriage coach. She's considered by many to be the top expert for online marriage coaching. Couples seek her out for transform transformative programs that build a strong foundation based on passion, excitement, and synergy. She takes couples that want to be greater success that, oh, couples that want greater success, they're no longer con connected or struggling, and then shows them how to press that reset button. And this is so important. And I love, you know, the fact that you're doing this work. And I also love the fact that you're owning the space in saying that you've been married for 30 years to the same man. That's, mm -hmm. to me, that's a testimony of you are walking your talk. And I love having guests on who are really rocking it in their own lives and what they're teaching. So welcome to the show. Thank you. And I will say this, everything I teach, I have opportunities to test out. And I, <laughs> <laughs> so I am one of those who is tried and true. Yeah. Oh, nothing's going to test you more than your own partner, right? Like in your face. Totally. A lot of times I find myself thinking, okay, what would I advise to my clients? And I have to really pull that. I have this little imaginary toolbox, right? Yes. And that's what I tell my clients to do. And that's what I, you know, because when you're in a relationship, it's raw and things don't always go by the book. So oh, I know. I know. My husband's like, use your tools. Use uh -huh. your tools. I'm like, how about I use this, you know, chopping block and stop it on the top of your head? You know, right. here's a tool. That's a tool. It could be a tool, a tool to beat you with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I don't. I'll just be clear about that. <laughs> <laughs> but there have been moments where we have thought about it. Luckily, we have good tools in our toolbox to help us jump off of that fence. <laughs> yeah, really. Impulse control. Luckily, yes. you know, we have the impulse control. And then we can stop and we can think, okay, what's a better way to work with this? Right. So, yeah. And then you were telling me um, off air, you were telling me that you've been recently certified in DISC. So maybe we can explain what DISC is and why it's so powerful. Yeah, I've been doing it for a while. And what DISC is, it's a behavioral assessment. So it's not a it doesn't test you on your IQ. It doesn't tell you what you are good at in your job. It just simply measures your behavior. And it's been around for 50 years. It is absolutely incredible. It's used by the top, um, you know, Fortune 500 companies. And I've adapted it for couples. And what I love about it is that it's, it shows you your blind spots it shows you how to understand others better really quickly. So just meeting someone within 10 seconds, once you're educated in desk, mm -hmm. then you can, you can kind of figure out what they're about. So you know how to talk to them better. So whether it's in business, whether it's in sales, whether it's your kids, mm -hmm. whether it's your romantic squeeze, it's all the same. You can tell once you're educated in this, 
better ways to communicate with them so that they are listening, so that they're receptive and they're not um, being turned off by you. I love it. So I know a little bit about DISC. So I'm going to, I'm going to like, I, I love having podcast guests and for my own benefit. So, so we're going to press you a little bit there. So there's four personality types. So what are the four types? So let me just preface this by these are when I'm, when I give these descriptions, this is for like the pure person who is a high D, a high I, a high S or a C. All of us are a mixture of them at different various levels. Yes. So just kind of keep that in mind. And so that's why it's helpful to have a disc assessment so you know better. But let me run down these. So the high D, that's the dominant person. That is the person who is generally, they're going to be the leader of something that they find important. If they are not the leader, they kind of freak out. They want to be seen as the boss. Uh-huh. <laughs> that might be me. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't going to call you out on that. But yes. Yes. Okay. And then there's the high I. That's the influencer. That's your social butterfly. That's a person who is always talking. They walk in a room and you notice them, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're the ones that are, <laughs> they may be the loudest, um, <laughs> but they are your social butterfly. They are very good at getting people to jump on board. With, with whatever their mission is or whatever they're talking about. The high S, that is your steadiness person. That's going to be your person who's your best friend or they're the team supporter. They don't necessarily want to be the front person. They don't need to be seen as much like the high D and the high I do, mm-hmm. but they are the person who you are going to rely on to help bring the team together and be the person that you can run to and say, hey, I need this done. Can you help me out? And then the C, the C is for compliance. That is the person who is going to make sure everything you do is right. They are the person who dots the I's and crosses the T's and they are kind of known as the perfectionist. Mm -hmm. Um, And let me go a little bit deeper so that you can start recognizing these kind of people and then also recognize yourself. Mm-hmm. So the person who is a high D and a high I, they move really fast. They may be loud. They are direct. <laughs> they're going to come at you and tell you exactly what they're thinking. <laughs> I can't relate at all here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so many of us can see ourselves in these, right? And then the, the C and the, and the S, they're going to move slower. They're more cautious. They want to make sure that they're not making any mistakes. So their pace is physically slower. They may talk quieter. Um, they're not as in your face. Make sense? Yeah. So that's just kind of the quick cliff notes of what to recognize in death. Yeah. Which also makes sense. I mean, that slower piece, if you're more a supportive person or that, you know, critical detail person, you need time to be, you know, especially with details, right? That, that's not something that happens quickly. You know, us, us high D, high I, like run it over. Oh, did you need me to find, to find print that? No, I, like that's just not, <laughs> you know. Right. So it makes sense that it's like those strengths. So now if we bring that around to relationships and interacting, mm-hmm. so how, what do we do now? So now we can kind of like see ourselves. How do we recognize other people? Is, or is that the next so, step? Well, it's still the same thing. So a high D, you're going to notice them because they are um, very to the point. They will move fast. They will not like things like if, if you're giving, if you're talking to someone who's a high D and you're trying to smooth with them, you're going to turn them off. If they don't know you yet, oh God. they are going to be like, shut up. 
Just tell me what you need to tell me and let's go. Get to the right? point. What's the yeah. bottom line? Okay. So if you're trying to sell something to Dana, tell me the price first. <laughs> right. Give her just kind of the three bullet points that she needs to know. The most important points. Don't go into a lot of detail. Let her ask you and be very clear. Know what you're talking about. And that's it. Be fast paced. Yeah. I was going to get to you. I if love you. you. Someone who is a high eyes that, you know, that the social butterfly, yeah. they want you to smooth a little, uh-huh. tell them how pretty they are. Tell them what, that you like their outfit yeah. uh, and talk to them about, you know, their office or whatever it is. They like, they're more, they want to be engaging. They want to connect with you. Right. Yeah. As a high C, a high C again is a person who's going to be dressed very conservatively in general, and they're going to be more quiet and conservative. So with them, you want to come in with everything ready and prepared for them. They're another one that you do not want to smooth with. They don't care. They are not people. They are, they're more task oriented. Mm -hmm. They are not about people. (laughs) And so if you come in with, with a nice, beautiful presentation where you have all the possible information you could possibly have for them, they like that. Mm-hmm. But also keep in mind, they're the ones that are going to take the longest to give you a decision. Yes. They want to make sure everything is perfect and that they are not making a mistake. That's that. The high S, here's the thing with the high S. Uh, you got to love them. They're, again, they're, they're the people who are the friendliest. They will not tell you that, um, that you have something wrong with you or that they don't like you because they're just going to be sweet to you. <laughs> but also if you're trying to sell something to a high S, they may just buy it because they don't want to hurt your feelings, but they're going to be the first to ask for a refund. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So those are just some things to think about. And then as far as a relationship goes, you know, your romantic squeeze or your kids, you can apply the same ideas. So for instance, uh, you know, my husband has always told me, Midori, you do not pay attention to detail. I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. (laughs) I'm a very high I and my secondary is a high D. I don't. And so when I was doing the research on this, I'm like, oh my gosh, it says right here. I don't pay attention to detail. Now I know. So if you are, you know, for my spouse, he knows if he gives me a bunch of detail, I'm probably going to forget because I just don't relate with, I don't care. (laughs) I do care, but I just that's not going to be something that sticks with me. He's right. going to be better off talking to me about something that's fun and exciting. If he wants to get me on board with whatever he's doing, mm-hmm. he's going to be much more successful making it a fun conversation an exciting conversation than making it super serious, talking about tons of facts. He's going to lose me. Right. Make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so when you're talking with your partner, if you want a, to go on a world tour, Know where they fall in DISC, and that will help you sell it better to them. Mm. Yeah. So if you're a high D or a high I and your partner is an S or a C, mm-hmm. then you need to get down to details with them or how do you approach yeah, if, it's, if it's a high C and you want to go to Europe, bring them everything that you're thinking. Show that you did all your research, you know the costs, you know where you're going to stay, don't present it to them in the very beginning when it's just a concept. Right. Wait till you have the information and then approach them. A high S. So let me just say, if you are married to someone who's a high S, 
you're probably going to have a long-term marriage because <laughs> those are the people who are most accommodating. Right. The problem when you are married to a high S is that they may not tell you if they're upset with something. They will keep it to themselves. They're the ones who in internalize things. It's not healthy. So if you are high S, <laughs> remember this, you need to work on speaking out. Make it a practice. Find tools that you can use to help you speak out at work, to speak out at home, to speak out with your kids so that you're not being run over. So with if you happen to be with a partner who is a high S, you have to ask them lots of questions. So if you want to sell them on going on this trip, ask them, hey, you know, if we could go anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? Let's talk about this. What excites you? And really pull it out of them. them. If they're like, oh, I don't know. Keep on asking them questions. Well, would you like the beach? Would you like to be in Antarctica? What is it? What excites you? And just keep on asking questions. Does that make sense? That's great. That's yeah. great. So, okay. So where else, where else does this piece, this disc apply? And we'll stick to relationships because I know that that's, that's your niche. So in, in, we all have to deal with people. Mm -hmm. right? So I'm sure people can translate that over to how they need to do this in business. But so you've got this information, you know who you are, you know mm -hmm. who they are. Now, now what? Now what? Okay. So like I said, on disc, everyone is a variable. So no one, most people are not just a high D and then they're nothing else. They right. may be a variant of a high C or a secondary of C or an I or an S. It just doesn't, it just depends on who you are. So in certain situations, you're going to see parts of them come out. So if they are a high D and they're under extreme stress, they, they will react with anger and frustration and yelling. That's kind of the typical high D. So knowing that if you are in a relationship with them, you have to recognize, okay, they're going through a lot of stress. So if you aren't sure of what it is, it may be at work. It may be because they almost got in an accident driving home because they're driving too fast because they're so fast paced. You know, <laughs> oh my God. Like, like are you looking into my life or like <laughs> once you really understand disc, it is like mind reading. It really truly is. And it's very cool. But then you want to be cognizant of it. Okay. So I can recognize that my partner is very stressed out right now. So I'm just going to give them some room rather than taking it personally. Mm. Like this, this jerk, how dare he yell at me? So give them some room, recognize what's going on, bring it back up later, you know, cause you don't want to become that doormat. That's just allowing them to be a jerk, but bringing it up later when they've calmed down and saying something like, you know, earlier, I know that you must've had, you know, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I have a feeling that you're having a tough day. And I absolutely understand that I'm here to support you. However, I am not willing to listen to you yell and scream at me. You need to find another way to deal with this. And you need to let me know what's going on. But if you keep yelling and screaming at me, I may punch you in the eye. Okay, just kidding. Don't say that. <laughs> don't but, do violence. <laughs> don't use violence. Violence is not the answer. Not nice. But letting them know, if you see this pattern, don't allow it to continue happening, but you have to know when to speak about it. If they're in the height of being angry, you are not going to get the response you want by responding to them with anger and trying to reason with them when they're really upset because they can't think at that level. Makes sense. And that's everybody. That's, I mean, all of us 
at some point can go through an episode where we're really upset and really angry. That is not the time with anyone to try to reason with them. You got to wait for them to come down off of that because their mind, their brain, their their neurons in their brain are not receptive. They are not, it's almost like they're out of their mind for a little while until they calm down. Yeah. So do you want me to give you a tool on that, on how to calm down when you're upset? So this, I love this, and this works so well. So this is called a brain interrupt. So the next time you notice that you're really upset about something, maybe um, something happened with your partner or your boss just yelled at you or your kids are acting like complete psychos, here is a tool to put in your mental toolbox that is, it works like magic. You want to take a deep breath, you know, in through your nose, out through your mouth and say your full name and you want to do this process six times. So how, this is how it works. Midori and Verity as you're breathing out and you do it six times and it absolutely it calms your nervous system down. It just does something in your brain. So it becomes a, what's called a brain interrupt and you can calm down. I love and it. You will notice after doing it six times, whatever was upsetting you, now you have control again. Brilliant. Does that make sense? Brilliant. How did you yeah. do that? I can, I can see that because like on a neurological level, what you're doing is you are stimulating the vagus nerve by taking those deep breaths. And, that, and then of course, stimulating the vagus nerve helps for those that don't know what the vagus nerve is. It's the, the nerve that has all of the, the, the relaxation response. Mm-hmm. You have to like remember no not do medical so <laughs> the, that that relaxation response which calms all your nervous system and then when your nervous system starts calming down it's a lot easier for you to start having a different perspective about what's going on you can see more when we're stressed and we're in that flight fight freeze or fornicate mode then our focus narrows in because you want to narrow in on the target right and, yeah. but that relaxation response allows you to widen out your, your perspective. So anyway, I'm like going off and I'm like, Oh, I get all excited. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I'm a total super geek about neuroscience because it changes the way that we are patterns. It's how yeah. you change habits. It's how you can calm down or pull in your, your confidence when you need it. It's, I'm a total super geek when it comes to neuroscience. I love it. I love yeah. it. I, you know, it's so funny. It's like, I just maybe an overshare, but when I was in school, I had a neurology teacher who was way beyond what we needed. He was a brilliant PhD in neurology and we really didn't need that much. Um, and, and now when I look back and I think, oh my God, I would love to sit in his classes now when I don't have to write an exam, <laughs> you know, right. I'm fascinated, but his, his material, like he could stand at the front and just draw the brain and continue talking while he's drawing an impeccable reproduction of the brain and marking out all the, you know, the parts and pieces in there. It's just, it was like, ah, oh. and so we're all like scrambling to write all this down, but yeah. So now I can geek out on the neuroscience because I, I, I'm like you. I'm like, just, this is so fascinating. It, it, yeah, that's, um, I know. It, it would be so different to go back to school today. Yeah, as long right? as you don't have to write exams. Right. That's my thing. Right, or term paper. Yeah, all that. Yeah, right. um, yeah so that's just a quick little tool for everybody. But let me give some other ideas of what to recognize in someone who's really stressed out based on where they fall on the disc assessment. So someone who's a really high C, if you are in an argument with them, if the stress or the um, 
the the pressure is really being poured on hard on someone who is a high C, all of a sudden you're going to look and go, where'd they go? They're the ones to disappear. They're the ones who will disappear. They'll be under the table. Or if you're in a relationship, all of a sudden they like just bail. That's a high C. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then the high S is just going to stop talking. They're going to get really quiet. Very, very quiet when they're super stressed out and they're getting into their head. And that's why it's really important to try to help them talk about things. And a high eye, a high eye may get more sarcastic. They may get more angry. Um, they, <laughs> they, the high eye is a person who's more impulsive. And so you may look out for that shoe aiming for your head with a high <laughs> eye, but yeah, that's, a, those are kind of the characteristics to recognize when, when they are, are feeling a lot of stress and frustration. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I'll reveal, I've actually had a disc assessment done and I am um, predominantly D mm-hmm. with a very strong I and then a minimal S and C, like minimal, almost yeah. like non-existent. Um, so, you know, whenever you talk about anything about the D and the I, I'm like, yeah, oh my God. Yeah, definitely watch for shoes. Like, in right. my, I was like, do not poke the bear. <laughs> Although my husband seems to still want to poke the bear. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> but when they, when they realize that they really want to accomplish something, yes, they don't they think but... about the disc, then they'll be much more effective. <laughs> I'll have him listen to this episode. <laughs> yes, yeah, but yeah, it, it's just so fascinating. And again, we all fall at different levels. Um, I just did a disc assessment for someone, and they were almost right in the middle of everything. And the beauty of that is they can dance around on it, so they can yeah. so they become that detail-oriented person when they need to be. And then they can also be that social person when the time calls for that. So that's a a gift. Now with the disc, do you think that this is um, conditioning that we're born with or is this, you know, an influence of who we've become or, you know, where, where does these, where do these influences show up? You know, just like so much, it comes from our childhood. Yeah. Majority of it comes from our childhood. And so when you do a disc assessment professionally, you're going to have what's called a natural graph and what's called an adapted graph. Mm -hmm. So the natural graph is just where you are when you're relaxed and at home. The adapted graph is what you're going to be depending on if you're at work or if you're in a certain situation. So it's different. Right. You want your natural graph and your adapted graph to be as close together as as similar as possible. And that shows that you're in good synergy, but most of this comes from your childhood. So, um, I don't want to get too psychological about this, but someone who had parents or a situation where they had to be, um, everything had to be done right. And if they made a mistake, they knew that there was going to be huge consequences for it. That's probably going to be your high C. Right. That's why they don't want to make mistakes. That's why they are so cautious. That's why they say it takes so damn long to get anything done because the memory of making a mistake was so dangerous. Right. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Because I, I had wondered about that, whether, you know, we, but it makes, it makes sense that we, we really, we adapt to our environment. And what I've noticed over the years is like who I was growing up is quite different from who I've become in say the last 10 years. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, and I, and I have people who know disc, they recognize they're like, you know, they ping me right off the bat. Oh, high D with a high I. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you definitely are not a full D. Uh, I mean, you may be a high D, but you definitely have that I influence. Otherwise you couldn't do the show. Right. You wouldn't be engaging. Right. I you know, wouldn't have this need to be in the limelight on the spotlight. It's all about me. Hello. This is my show. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So it's just, it's, you know, it's so fascinating and, and you can change. So, you know, when I was, when I was younger, I was the only child and I was silent. I was so quiet in kindergarten. They wrote, my teacher wrote a note home saying, does your daughter talk? Clearly I talk now. So you can change those things and getting into, Dina, I know you teach some of this and, and I definitely put this into all of my coaching, but into some of that neuroscience and don't let that become a scary word to you, but you know, some of these brain exercises that you can do, you can change your patterns. You can change things that aren't serving you anymore Mm -hmm. and become who you want to be or open up doors to that. And so if you recognize, like if you are a high S and you're like, gosh, I get run over all the time. I don't want this to happen anymore. I wish that I could speak up. There are exercises that you can do to change that Mm -hmm. and become the person that you really want to become. Mm, I love it. And then I'm just going to like put in, because this is the theme that I run for people is that you can change it and not because you're broken, but because it would be fun to change it. And it's, you know, the evolution and the progress has a juiciness to it. But I, you know, I just find sometimes that people and not you, but there's a lot of people who promote things of like, clear your blocks it's as if somehow yeah. they're broken. And I always like to reinforce that message of like, you're not doing this because you're broken. You're doing this because, because you can, you know? Right. Because you can. Because it, and like what I tell my clients is if that behavior is not serving you anymore and you right. want to change it and you want to, to, to accomplish something new or become somebody new, step into somebody new, that's what it's for. Yeah. And you know, I was, I listen a lot to um, podcasts and I was listening to this podcast the other day and it was, have you heard of John Azaraf? Yes. He's brilliant. He's he is brilliant. absolutely brilliant. And I was listening to him and he was talking about, if you really want to become someone different, you have to have a passion, something that, that if you want to make that change, it ha- the, the reason for making the change has to be something that you are a hundred percent committed to and that you're passionate about. Otherwise, it's going to be very difficult to really make that change. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So if, if you've been trying to change something like, um, you know, I want to take off 10 pounds, but it's not just coming off, then I'm probably not passionate enough about it. <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> take off 10 pounds, keep drinking red wine. Um, right. There's a well, balance there somewhere. I'm not sure I want to give up the red wine. I'm going to be honest. I, you know, I think maybe I'm okay. I'm a little squishy. Uh, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I'm still happy. I'm still happy. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's a great piece to, to, to end on for sure. Like there's that piece of like, what are you passionate about? Be honest with yourself and do this from the space of you're not wrong. You're not broken. It's just because it's fun and you want to do it. So if people want to reach out and go further with you, if they want some help with their marriage, they want to you know, bring back that spark and that passion, or maybe learn where they're at in the disc for them and their partner, how do they, how, what's the best way to find you? 
Just going to my website, midoriverity.com, and that's where you can read blog or on podcasts and blogs. And then also my contact information is there. And um, and I'm I will respond personally. If you ask for me, I will personally respond to whoever it is and and help you out however I can. Nice. Oh, it has been such a pleasure, Midori. I I love sharing this space with you, even if it's virtual but your energy is just contagious. I love it. Oh, well, thank you. I always enjoy talking with you too. And so hopefully this is a value to to your audience. Yeah. So if you're listening and you found some value, then, you know, shoot me a note, either on Facebook or send me an email. Let me know what you got out of this. I'd love to hear it. Thanks, Midori. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to the Inner Dominatrix podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be. All right. If you have not downloaded the app, make sure that you get over to Apple or the Google Play Store and download the free app. Have a search for Dana Ferrant Inner Power, and you will have immediate access to way more tips and tools, all the things that you need stepping into your power and really exponentially growing your business.